Hello, everybody, and welcome back to EITR. We know that we've taken a couple weeks off, or maybe <laughs> I don't actually know, but we are back. We've had a lot happen in the past couple of weeks, so we have a lot to share, and Corinne's going to get uh, started with it. Okay, so last week, we, I flew home for Thanksgiving, so Morgan and I saw each other in person. Yes! <laughs> um, if you follow our tiktok which you 100% showed us at eitr.podcast we, we have a lot more to post we did it. morgan you need to post for you have all the ones of us together i've posted all of ours oh well okay <laughs> <laughs> um we posted a bunch of content of us there together as well um i just genuinely i was talking to my mom about this but i turned into a different person when i'm around you and Hannah and this I'm specifically talking about Morgan but all this applies to Hannah as well but it's just like you bring out a certain side of my personality that I really enjoy myself and so whenever I come home it's always really really fun um we're only there for we weren't there for a super long time and when we were we were busy doing shed work I had work I was sick I had a sinus infection a very severe sinus infection it was awful um so that's not been too fun um but we had I came down was sick um I'm trying to think what else has happened I'm doing nothing like I've tried my Christmas shopping which is very exciting um Christmas is 100% my favorite time of the year because I just, I love gift giving. Um, and so I have, that's actually what I was doing before Morgan got on. Oh, Morgan's on here. <laughs> just figuring out all of my gifts for family members. Um, I, so yeah, I'm like, just I'm, I don't know. I'm here for two weeks and I fly down again. I'm currently at my boyfriend's house. Um, yeah, if you can't tell, she's like whispering in the bathroom on the ground. <laughs> Why? So a little bit hushed that's why <laughs> Aiden is also he has a podcast now he's really jumping on the bandwagon um we'll call him out for that. trying to have fun we'll call him out for that later but we um so he's currently also recording but I'm just over here um so like, um, if you guys are interested in sports you should check out his don't just don't no I'm not that interested in sports but I might I might listen he shouts me out three times in the first episode. Has only been the one. <coughs> yeah, they're recording the second right now. You look hot. Why, thank you. Um, okay, that's kind of my, like, literally, none of what's happening. I'll probably think of a couple of things. Yeah, this, yeah. Um, the low for my week is coming home. I've, I've had, okay, so obviously... This is still Thanksgiving break. It's the very end of our Thanksgiving break. We go back to school Monday. Um, Corinne came and stayed in my room while she was here and left her piece of pie on my desk. It is still there. I'm looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) So it needs to be dealt with. That's part of the low. I'm dreading dealing with that piece of pie. Thank you, Corinne. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, my week's actually been so good. Um, I was getting a little bit sick. Um, it was a mix of allergies and canker sores, actually. The canker sores are gone. The allergies are almost gone. Um, if you don't know what a canker sore is, neither do I really, but it was on my tonsils. Like, there were multiple, it, yeah. Anyway, it was awful. It just felt like a sore throat for a while, but 
no, I've had so much fun this week. Corinne came, I um, sliced apples, which is a lovely activity, actually. Sliced apples while singing Taylor Swift, which made it infinitely better. Read Taylor's version, of course. Um, But yes, and then I took a trip to North Carolina, which was actually, I love, Corinne, I love you dearly, but it was probably the best part of my Thanksgiving. It was just so... Oh, it was so good. I know you're so jealous. I'm so sorry about it. I, I No, North Carolina is my favorite. That's where Aiden and I fully intend on living the rest of our lives together. Uh, if, it, if, if I could get the, oh man, if I could get a type of people, if I could like choose the people that like surrounded me and were in my environment in small town America, in North Carolina, man, I'd be set. That, but it just doesn't typically go like that and I can't handle assholes so <laughs> so probably won't be the move but you never know I really do love North Carolina both of the Carolinas so much um but I'll be getting more into that later do you want to start with your Friday Sunday um sure so my spotlight today is a topic I got very heated about um so I'll give the context as to why I got heated about it and then why I'm heated so I those who um maybe don't enjoy these kinds of topics because we do talk about them we're talking about politics for the record We are talking about something completely different for the second half, so stay tuned. But I'm excited to hear what Kurt has to say. I don't know what it's about, really. Um, so let's hear. Um, okay, so number one, recently I've been learning a lot more about like political parties, and I think I more closely identify myself very like libertarian esque. Oh, me too. Uh, yes, which I have, like, is so obvious, and anyone who's like, been listening for a while is like, no shit, Corinne, like, nah. Yeah, but for, like, teenagers who aren't really, I mean, you're obviously dabbling as you are getting into your major more, but, like, for people just, like, starting, like, barely vote eligible, like, it makes sense that we don't know a lot, because all that's really talked is left versus right. It's n- never authoritarian versus libertarian. So, if you're confused, I'm gonna put my opinions out there for a second libertarian pretty socially left economically right um there are some disagreements i have still but overall that's very closely how i feel um moral of the story so that's how i identify myself and there are some topics specifically socially that i feel very strongly about um but as you know i'm a political science and communications double major and with that, my, I think I've kind of laid out this dream for myself is to graduate in three years, um, work part-time in social media management for about four or five years for a nonprofit or a politician or something while getting my master's and or PhD, then kind of transition into either campaigning or being a press secretary. So remaining in the communication side of politics So with that, I've been trying to find with this midterm election coming up, find a politician to work for in either this area or the Nashville area for the midterm election next year. And an opportunity was kind of handed in my lap. There's this guy that I work with at um, one of my three jobs. And he, we were talking about what I want to do with my life. And I, I kind of spelled this plan out. And he was like, that's really crazy. I have this friend who runs the like students for Katie Britt 
um, organization and like offered me like a position and um, like would love to like I'll like give it to you like I didn't want it because I don't agree with like the woman's policies and like didn't want to involve myself that way. but like if that's what you want then like I'll like hook you up and I was like yeah like I don't want to say no to anything I didn't know anything about who this person was but I was like yeah like that's fine like whatever like do it so I did and got like set up with an interview and it's exactly what I want it is a not it's not paid but it is a internship opportunity doing social media, working right alongside her in policy advocation and public policy creation and working specifically with students and what they want and their needs and kind of combining my passion and the social media side, which is exactly like literally, if I were to paint a picture perfectly of what I want right now, this position is it. So I get the interview and the interview is the next day. So I spend the day looking through her like policies and stuff and they're not bad. I would describe her as similar to like the AOC of Republicans in the, she's on the younger side. She's good at using social media. She doesn't, she comes from a wealthy family, but not a like family of politicians. Um, and she, she went to Bama. Um, she's on the younger side. I think I said that. Um, and she's not afraid to call people at her own party. She doesn't follow party line and everything. She's proud of the fact that she's not endorsed by Trump. Um, and things like that. Like there are, she's not the worst of all Republicans by any means, given that I live in the state of Alabama. Listen to this and be like, you're done. (laughs) You're done. Um, but that being said, there are so many things that I very strongly disagree with and became this very strong debate of, I don't know that I can do this. And I don't, it just became this back and forth of like, I don't want to get sucked into working with the Republican party and then never being able to switch to the Democratic party or having to pick a party in general or having to think about this. So then I called my dad who we don't disagree. We don't agree politically on most things. And I knew that, but I wanted to talk to him more conceptually because he kind of gets it from a more big picture perspective. And so he and I were talking a lot and it became very apparent. We, our conversation turned specifically from this internship to politics as a whole and became this entire conversation on how they like there's a huge difference between the philosophy of different ideas so the pro-life pro-choice debate pro guns or no guns um mental health education different hard-hitting topics there's a huge difference between the philosophy of that topic and the actual topic itself and what that correlates to law-wise and so I said because my dad said he was like I like he says this very bluntly and you're gonna say this and you're like I hate your father no it's not like that it's but in the like bluntest terms of like you like you were just simply not smart enough to know this which is true that is a true statement I'm sitting and saying it blunt statement true statement because I'm not there is a there's a huge difference between those and you have to know that in the political climate that we live in you got to recognize that you have to because there isn't a like philosophy wise there is a left leaning and right leaning leaning policy or not policy belief but that doesn't necessarily correlate to a left-leaning and right-leaning policy like there's a huger gray area in there than there is in philosophy 
And so my dad was saying, like, you need to look at those separately. And he was like, I'm not saying still everything that he said was very brilliant. It was a fantastic conversation. But it was one of those, like, you can't look at it and automatically correlate or combine those. You have to be those separately. And for me, it just turned into this as I was researching, just great frustration. Like, I don't like her or her policies that much. So I was looking at the other people that she's running against in the Republican Party for the primaries, and I hate all of them a lot more. And so then I was like, okay, let me look at the Democrat who's running against her in not the primaries, but the main election after the primaries are over hate him too like all it's the same wording it is the bs-ness like i was reading on her website this is i this is gonna sound awful i was reading on her website and i was like this is bs like this 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 is talking around the subject like you have an opinion and policy that you want to put into place say what it is like reading in between the lines constantly and how difficult it is to find information i was just getting extremely frustrated given that also i'm a political science major and this is what i'm heading into for the rest of my life Speaking of this, the ultimate sentence that I said to my dad was something along the lines of, like, I don't want to get into or be successful in the politics. Like, you have to compromise on something. And I don't want to do that as a person or, like, become this. Like, they're all, everyone's corrupt. And not any, like, illegal activities. Like, that's a completely different conversation. But a corrupt and the, like, everyone's putting up a facade of some sort. And so I was saying, because then my dad, so then he was like, that's fair, that's fair. But then he was playing. And those who don't, won't get elected. Like, this might be a hot take, but I honestly believe Bernie speaks exactly what he thinks. And he simply won't ever get elected because it doesn't cater to voters. It caters to the young people who care about those issues. And so, yes. And so my dad was talking and he made examples like that. So he said, he was like, I genuinely, he was like, you can disagree with me and that's completely fine. But I genuinely believe, take two people, so take Bill Clinton. He was like, Bill Clinton, I genuinely believe deep down underneath all the politics, all the conspiracy, whatever, whatever, that he's genuinely a good person who wants good things for the country. And he was like, take the other side, take Ted Cruz. I don't care your opinions on the man. Take all the politics away from him. Take all the controversy away from him. Take all the stupid comments away from him. I genuinely think he is also a good person who wants what is best for the country. And though I think both humans have flaws as humans, disregard that for the second, for the purpose of this analogy, that like every, most people in politics, everyone in politics more than likely got into it with good intentions or are well-intentioned. But it's one of those, so then it kind of became this larger conversation of like, I hate most politicians. Like there's very few politicians that on some level I don't hate. Like I want more than anything to be AOC's press secretary. Disagree with her on a lot of things. I wouldn't go as far to say as I hate her, but there's something she tweets, says, does. I'm like, bestie gal, we didn't need to do that. Like every single, every one of them. And so you have one of this like, to be a player, you've got to play the game. Like you have to play to get into office, to get money, to get elected, to be successful, to be like, you have to play the game of a party line and the way that it's done. And so I said, I was like, I can't hate the player. I got to hate the game. The game fucking sucks. And there's no, so then it turned into this larger conversation of there's no fix to the game. Like this is the way that the game was created. And unless everybody universally, which will never happen, agrees that the game sucks and you overhaul the game and create a new game, you're stuck in this never ending system and so it's one of those like <laughs> you're hearing my internal thought process of, like do I quit my major right now I'll quit while I'm ahead because one of those like 
Morgan will tell you and confirm that I'm very much the like, let's go in and fix it type of thing. Like I had, um, I have seven years of difficult medical history, which we've talked about. And for two years of my life, genuinely wanted to start a hospital that was non-corporately run to fix all the problems that I hated. Like I'm just a, there's a problem. I'm going to fix it. And so I feel I want to get into politics to solve that problem. And a lot of people say the exact same thing. And because we all have slightly different definitions of what that looks like, it will never happen because every single one of us will get in, get sucked into the game, play the game, and we're back at square one. We are part of the problem. We are part of the problem. There's there's no end or solution to the spotlight Sunday. I'm simply complaining a lot because this is it. Very little can make me angrier, quicker than politics. And this specifically, because it just is very much a like, a lot of what we learn in my poli-sci major, at least in the classes that I'm taking right now, is how like politics is a science and you can take events from history and predict the future or predict events of the future or how the course of history is going to go in the future. And so it's one of those like, in no part of political science is the system that we have right now getting anywhere near fixed. And that's so frustrating. Like that is so weird. Like everything that, every conversation that we have, everything that we argue about, every movement that has started that makes, it means nothing. And not that it means nothing and not in a we shouldn't do it type of way, but in a like, <clears throat> to what end? Like it's a means to an end that has no fix. Like it's still, you're making progress in a fucked up system that's never coming back from the ditch it is currently sitting in and that's just that's just incredibly frustrating and disheartening and upsetting but it's what I want to spend the rest of my life doing and will happily and fight for it and in 20 years from now I will probably be in a hopefully cushy political job that I am regretting saying all of this and that this is on the internet but it's one like it's just so frustrating like 20 years from now, I hope that I have a successful career. I will be part of the problem. Everyone I work with will be part of the problem. And there's no fix to that. Like, will I, like, there's no. There's no fix to that with this government being what we use. And we actually just talked about, well, not talked about, but like recently in AP Gov, we like, discuss this and it is the most frustrating thing that has made me hate the class the most like it's my best class like I do great on it it and the tests and the assignments and everything but it's so frustrating knowing that everyone who has a seat at the table had like has it because they are catering to thing to promises and things that won't be fulfilled because they're buying votes so that they can keep their job and that's it like that that is the goal of most if not all of the people in office they are just looking for a new position or to be reelected or whatever it may be so that they can keep the money flowing in i i think that a lot of people do have like the common good or the um the best interests of the people when they start but i it's not i don't think that it's plausible to think that it's gonna last no and it's very much like anyone listening you cannot don't think for a second that this is like 
underlying they're targeting this at a certain like this is everybody like, oh no everybody I'm, in politics I'm not even is a certain person in mind because it is every single every single one it is everybody it is every party it is every person it is every organization it is every everything and that is not a fault of i have dear friends in politics i want to dedicate my life to politics and be in politics it is everybody it will be me i will be part of the problem when i get like it is this is not targeted at anybody this is the system and there's so much of like yes there's a there's a lesser of all evils fix and formation of the system and there are so many great organizations and super PACs who have great ideas and i read books and articles all the time I'm like oh my god that sounds great but it really like there's no fixing the current system to fix the fact that the game is stupid and you can sit in any one politician or any one idea of reform for the entire government that any person has you can sit here and pick it apart because it will never work like there's a reason it hasn't been done before there's a reason it will never be done in the future because it's not going to work like it just isn't and I don't want to be the like the pessimist of the group because I very much am like you can fix all problems like sure I can single-handedly fix how the medical system works or sure let me single-handedly try to fix how our government works like that's not it's not it's it's not gonna happen like I, I hate to be pessimistic doesn't mean I'm not gonna dedicate the rest of my life to trying to fix that as a fact but like it's not gonna it's not it's that that's not how it works that's not how it's been worked that's not how it's going to work and that that the entire point of this ball is just that sucks like that sucks to say because I do like I will work in politics I will love hopefully love working in politics I have dear friends family friends that work in politics and for public policy and would agree would agree with me that it it is it's a broken system that has little to no fix and that is so hurtful and frustrating to then sit and see like myself for 13 years of school and then my brother who's now going through high school and other the girls that I tutor learning AP government and civics and learning about the system that is not that you can attempt through textbooks and cherry picking facts but it's it's not one to brag about like it's just it's not and neither is any government because I'm currently in an international relations class and all the governments are a little bit screwed but it's not I love that it's not it's not something to brag about like it's just it's the system you get in, you work it, you make it the best that you can, and you get out in politics, but it's not something to sit here and brag about, like ever. Like it, it's just not gonna be. And I do think that there's ways to go about it to like I think like the people who do grassroots campaigns, like I I think that's a start. And I think that you can see that they're like showing like they're trying, but there there's simply no way to effectively um, and sustainably keep that kind of attitude towards the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, there is a huge difference between like genuine corruption, which you can have varying definitions of, but the same like taking money from like big pharma, big oil, like that versus like a grassroots campaign. That's, those are not an obvious choice to some people, but that's, that's, that's an obvious fix. Like that's an obvious transition what's considered more right that's an obvious that's that's what there's a huge difference between that and like genuine corruption and like money laundering and like what a lot of politicians and white men in congress do there's a huge difference there's a huge difference between that and like all of that can be eliminated and gone and our this the game will still be fucked like the game will still be fucked 
for any of those who watch Glee, I have not finished it yet. But recently, Kurt's okay. This is a spoiler, but it's been out for forever, so I don't care all that much. Kurt's dad recently became the congressman. So proud of them. And that is my takeaway from this conversation. <laughs> are you good? Are you, are you I'm all good? Talking? If anyone wants to disagree with me on this topic, because a few people have and I've won every single time. So if anyone wants to feel free to DM me. I would love to be proven wrong and come back and say, oh my God, so-and-so has this plan of how we're going to fix government that all the above. But if not, agree with me. DM me and agree with me. So either DM me and agree or disagree with me because I'd love to hear from you. It's at Rin Mitchell. She changed her personal tag. I changed my personality. Yeah. Okay, that's it. No, you didn't change your personality. You just, you changed which one was the most transparent. Well, no, the most, what's it called? The most authentic. You know what? I would agree with that statement. I love that statement. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm very happy with who I'm becoming college. Yeah. A lot of people aren't, but I am. Who cares? It's not their life. No, it is not love. No, oh my goodness, my father. Um, he's pretty. He he doesn't like to do accents, but today he's decided that he likes to say Spotify. But he does it extremely like distinct and pronounced, and it doesn't even sound like a real accent. It's like. I don't know how to explain. Um, so my Spotlight Sunday, we're just going to go through the week. There's one part which is like much, it's, it's a lot of new for me. So I think that'll be interesting for everyone to hear. If you don't want to hear it, I don't care. It's what I'm talking about. But until then, it's just going to be a summary of what's happened this week. But I'm going to start with my... Um, Oh my goodness, my fun fact is actually uh, right on track with what we were talking about. So I'm going to do that. So the White House in Washington, D.C. has 132 rooms and it has 35 bathrooms included in those 132 rooms. Um, This one I actually do think is correct because the website I got it from um, had a link to whitehouse.gov right next to it. So I feel like it's pretty accurate. If not, my bad. I'll take take the fall for that one. so, first on the list of things I was told to mention, Corinne came to my home, and I guess she wanted to talk about it. I don't know which part she wanted to talk about. Do you, would you like to suggest one? I don't know what you're talking about. You told me to talk about when you came over. We just, we had fun. <laughs> I don't know. There was a- <laughs> okay Kern wanted to tell me tell you guys that we had so much fun and we did have so much fun uh we spent I think a total of like 40 hours together which was way less than I thought we were gonna spend together it was less than usual to be honest oh it was way less than usual but we kind of spent every waking moment that we could together and it didn't actually feel as short as it was it, was, it felt good I felt happy <laughs> I think like every moment was just pretty lively and typically fall break is quite like we we stay up late like online and then fall asleep stay asleep till noon get a late start get a slow start do it again yeah this time oh it's actually been so nice because um 
I have to get up early for school and then I have to get up even earlier on the weekends for work. So I, even when I have a day where I sleep in, it's really not that late because my brain simply can't. So like, like we did, we made some TikToks, which is um, rare for me. I know if you guys see me on TikTok, you don't really because <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, what's it called? Um, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of, but I'm not on there too often. Um, making stuff but oh yes Corinne came over it was great Thanksgiving the food was better than normal I feel like it we got to choose each of us got to choose a dish one dish and one dessert so we didn't ha- I was not given that oh well then never mind everyone but <laughs> got to choose a dish and a dessert so it was much it was much more pleasing for me what I did cho- you pick I chose corn cake and I don't remember the dessert I chose. It was, mm, I don't know. Maybe apple pie. I don't know. The apple pie is so good, guys. We have caramel apple pie, but I don't really like caramel, but it doesn't really taste like caramel, so whatever. Um, oh, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I also got my potatoes, which are mashed potatoes for the noobs in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that we played Roblox. Well, I played Roblox for the first time in no definitely since summer when i was over yeah i haven't played roblox in forever um yeah i think that's i think that's kind of a wrap on corinne's segment because we were only together for so long and what else did we do you never read my essay and i i i did realize that while you were here and i i just was like maybe she'll forget i'm (laughs) setting a reminder for christmas yeah yeah oh yeah okay moving on um so North Carolina also a very short trip well not very short but it was short considering that we flew there we were there for just over 48 hours um it was a great trip I had the best time. I I for I knew I liked planes. I love traveling through air, which is awful. It, it's not great for the environment in any way. But you know, maybe maybe one day we'll have electric planes. That'd be that'd be a good improvement. Um, and then for a while, I was scared of them, probably because of Grey's Anatomy. But I realize I'm no longer afraid of planes. They're fantastic. It was like a one hour flight. It was so short and we got off the plane. It was freezing. It was actually the best weather ever. I was like in the shade. It was like, I think it was like 40 degrees in the shade with my like one layer of clothing. Like I wasn't even doubled up yet with the wind blowing in the shade. And it was just so nice and I'm like you know what if I can do this without my jacket on I can totally survive a New York winter and it gave me so much hope and I feel like maybe it's a sign maybe maybe I'll end up there one day who knows um I went because my sister got an invitation to the Nike oh I actually don't remember what it's called but it's a Nike national a southeastern yeah what the heck they call them nationals but it was southeastern region of states competing only so many I think there were a total of 15 teams that got invited through the entire region and um only nine attended I think um but yeah she did great um she 
wasn't too far off of her time her PR and it was freezing like literally like 30 degrees and um over half of the track was uphill so uh, probably that's probably being dramatic but there was a giant hill like a very long hill that they had to do it and they had to do it twice um yeah but overall it was a great time it was so much fun and then I got to fly back and I got to read my book and I don't know it was just a if I in the moment I knew it was one of the last family trips I was gonna have like actually like as a unit and like because Carson moved out and I don't remember what her last family trip was but it was probably crap because of COVID if we I don't I really don't even remember the last time we went out before she graduated but like I don't know I was just felt very present it was great it, it was lovely um I also I got a bed to myself because Peyton was uh rooming with her team oh that's um, so nice I know, right? <laughs> I got a queen-size bed to myself on a trip. I am dope. a middle child of three, and that is so rare for me, guys. Like, <laughs> just doesn't happen all that often. Um, anyway, the the most, the wow factor of this episode, or at least the Spotlight Sunday, is this experience I had about a week ago. I'm praying no one I know really finds this. <laughs> God, that'd be so embarrassing. If you do, just pretend you don't hear it. Okay, guys. So I I actually told this story. To, I was not going to tell. Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> okay. I got to be a little bit more vague than I was planning on being. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Um, so a bit ago, I had a few new experiences that were honestly so great for me. Like, I think my quality of life has um, increased since then. <laughs> so i'm not one who's very um morgan doesn't hoe around no (laughs) oh no no um i the last guy i talked to that happened i think like january and it's been a bit been dry in that area for a long time and i haven't i mean okay i say i'm fine with it and i actually completely am because i know i'm not in a place where i could ever date someone right now and i stand by that um however i do just like (laughs) there are i do catch myself daydreaming or like when i'm gonna go to bed i'm like i have having a partner right now would be fantastic just Oh, if I could be in a place in my life where I would like be ready to be in a committed relationship, that would be so <laughs> nice. But I'm not. So, so I, I haven't avoided it really, but I haven't I haven't searched for it. So nothing's been coming my way. However, <laughs> there was one inquiry from long, long ago that resurfaced. And I was like, you know what? why the hell not now it was my full intention everybody to just watch a movie that was the original plan and then the movie got dropped and we were just gonna cuddle I promise that's all we were gonna do I was really only planning on doing that I wore sweatpants I was not dressed to impress I couldn't have cared less I barely even brushed my hair I'm just kidding. I did brush my hair. I brushed my teeth and my hair because I'm a little self-conscious. But, but 
I go, this person has a Jeep. That was the first surprise. I was, I thought they had a truck. Definitely not at all the type I would ever go for ever. So you guys can tell I'm not here to catch feelings. Um, <laughs> so we're laying down cuddling. And that lasts about mm, three minutes. I told Corinne, I told Corinne all of this like a week after it happened. And I was, <laughs> it just kept going. There was so much to share and there's so much I won't put on the internet. And it's not like literally none of it's even bad. Like you guys probably, I can't I can't it's so funny um anyway there was no sex to be had I'm gonna put that straight out there I made that a clear expectation that there wouldn't be any there wasn't don't worry um I don't think they were worried I think they were excited (laughs) well I'm thinking of a a key few people who might might listen to this and I just simply can't have them have them worry (laughs) so um anyway with that being said I no longer think that my okay I don't know how to put this not so bluntly I don't think that I'm afraid of sex I really really was confident that that is what it was I think I unlocked a part of my brain that realized it was just me being extremely afraid of being judged. And yeah. And I never realized that until I had hung out with this person and they simply just didn't care. And I was like, okay, great. Like they didn't care about anything. Like I was okay. Awesome. So, (laughs) So a little bit more than cuddling happened and I was completely okay with it. Cause I, I felt comfortable. I was like, you know what? Who cares? They don't, I don't, whatever. <laughs> so, so that revelation came up, came up over break. Um, it was great for me. It, it was eye opening. It was not revolutionary. I wouldn't say, but I appreciate it dearly. I don't think I have anything else that's super update worthy. Oh, actually, I totally do. Um, now, this is a little bit risky to be putting out on the internet before my Yale decision comes out. However, I oh, it's been so long since we've recorded. I have been accepted to my first college. And I got, yes, so Johnson and Wales University offered me um, a spot in their biology program, which is the one I wanted. And they also offered me their presidential scholarship of, mm, I don't remember how much, but it's, mm, I think it was, it was over $20,000, I think, per year. 24000 Yes, $24,500. That's what it was per year that I went. Um, It was honestly such an ego booster. It was fantastic. However, it's been a real stress since then because on Monday, a friend of mine reminded me that that is a private institution. Actually, they didn't remind me. They um, enlightened me that it's a private institution. And that just about scared the shit out of me. Because did I not tell you this? no oh yeah it's been stressing me out i really gotta call them (laughs) i really gotta call them because 
I don't remember how much detail I went into, but when I applied for Yale, I applied restrictive early action, which means that I am not allowed to apply to any private institution early. And I applied to Johnson & Wales early action. And that's honestly been awful for me. It's been awful for many reasons. A lot how of are they going to know? I have absolutely no idea how they would find out. I just feel like they're going to. And I don't know what to do about that because I... I'm so sorry, Johnson & Wales, if you hear this, but you're my safety school. You're like my safetyest safety school. I, you're, I'm probably not going to attend if I don't have to. And actually, I know I'm not going to attend because I'm about to call y'all back and tell you to revoke my application because I cannot deal with the stress of like that being in there. But the thing is, I don't even know that I can do that because they've already offered me a spot. I'm not even in the application process anymore. So I don't know how this works. I just really need to try and like backtrack as much as I can because, because I really cannot deal with the stress of my, my Yale application going in the trash just because of that. Like there are so many other reasons it can go in the trash, but I do not want that to be the one. <laughs> that is awful. Yeah. And like what's worse, well, not what's worse, not at all worse, but like it sucks because like, now I'm, I no longer have, like, I texted my parents. I'm like, I'm officially going to college. It's just like, <laughs> I don't really want it to be in Rhode Island, but if it has to be, it can be. Cause now I don't even have that. Like if I, if I'm rejected from everywhere else, there's nothing, there's nothing left for me. Cause I, I'm taking away, I'm taking that one away. JW gone. I can't, I simply can't. <sighs> but yeah, so that's happening. I, I have to call at some point. I don't know when it's going to be, but I have to do it soon. Um, because my Yale, my Yale decision is in 15 days. Which is so soon. Oh, my God. I am. I'm going to go see Morgan for her decision. It's not official, but, yeah, she, she pitched this idea to me. And I was like, you know what? I could not care less. So she, while she was with me at Thanksgiving, I was really thinking it was a spur-of-the-moment kind of idea. But she, she stuck to it. So she will be flying home to her, to her home, like in South Florida, um, on, I don't know, a, a few days before the 15th, which is my decision day. And she's like, how about I come drive here? It's a, guys, it's a long drive. <laughs> it's a long drive. And she's like, and then I'll go back up, back down the next day. What? She simply just wants to see me get rejected and go out to dinner with me. <laughs> I told, you, I told you I'd take you to dinner. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> it has not been um, planned yet, but it, it's in the works. We'll see if it happens. It's my bestie gal. Bestie gal? Oh, my God. Speaking of bestie gals. Oh, actually, we'll move on to that in a second. Other college news. I've applied to... A handful more colleges since since I've updated on college. I've applied to a few private schools. Regular decision, I made sure. Regular decision, so they won't come out for a long time, but they were all free application fees. So I was like, why not? I literally did it during my <laughs> my uh, lunch break during work. I was I like I had thirty minutes. I was like, okay, let's just apply to some free things. Um, 
And then USF, which I had to apply too soon. Well, they have rolling admission, but then people started getting their um, acceptances and I was really stressed out about it. I was like, I still haven't applied. So I applied like the day after they, they started letting out uh, acceptances. So I was like, okay, so I'm good. I'll, I'll get that um, decision probably at the beginning of January. Um, I don't really know the order that things are coming out, but it'll be Yale first, then I think USF, then UF, no, then FSU, then UF. Um, the small colleges, like little private colleges that I applied to, I don't know when they'll come out. Okay, now back to Bestie Gal. I <sighs> Love on Tour is officially over. As of like two hours, not even two hours ago. And I did cry about it. I had we I got on the Zoom like right after it ended. And I, ha- I had to take, I had to take a minute. I turned the camera off and I just cried for like a minute. Um, it's just so bad. It's awful guys. It's, it's an awful feeling. I have, I haven't watched a lot of the live streams of the concerts for the second half of the tour. Um, but I kept coming back to the last one cause I was, I couldn't watch it. I was busy, but I did see the last half of Kiwi, which is the final song. And I watched him take his last step off of stage. He won't be coming back onto a Love on Tour stage, at least not in North America. And that is so heartbreaking for me. Um, I'm not going to get into it because there's still a lot of emotion. It literally happened tonight. So I'm not going to go into it, but I'm feeling very down about it. So if anyone wants to um, sulk with me, my DMs are open. (laughs) Not the DMs. <laughs> yeah. I posted a nice little tribute on my story. It was it took me actually forever to do. It was really cute. Was it? I didn't think it was that cute, but I was like, people need to understand that I'm going through it right now. So yeah. If you didn't, oh my gosh, if you didn't see my TikTok, I had a nice little conspiracy TikTok, which is was a thousand percent confirmed tonight. Um I will do a very simplified version because it's a three-minute TikTok that had to be redone so many times because I couldn't fit it in. Um, Basically, Harry's worn the same outfit in different colors through the entire tour with a few exceptions, including the first night of tour and LA Night 3, which was the original last night of tour. He had three additional dates scheduled after that, including the one that was tonight. But LA Night 3 was the original last show. And for that first uh, date in the... LA night three he wore these uh tassel vests and the first one was pink and very fine line themed and the last one was hs3 and it signified the closing of the fine line era and i just absolutely know it because tonight he also he also um came on stage with a gold vest and so I just know that there are no more shows being scheduled. He's not going to surprise us. If he surprises, it'll, it'll be for HS3. Um, not ready. Oh, my God. I don't know what he played at the show tonight, but I think he played medicine just because he's played medicine at the last, like, five shows. Um, but I'm really – I. I think he didn't confirm it, but he did say one of the old unreleased songs are gonna be, is going to be on the album. I really want Anna to be on the album. I don't know that it will. If Anna was played tonight, I think it might be, but it wasn't played at, at any other show. So I don't know. 
Um, I think that's it for my Harry Styles update. If you want to hear more, I have a lot more to say, but I'm not going to do it in this episode. Um, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have anything else? I think so. I was very boring recently. Do you have a fun fact? I do. Okay. I don't have a quote this week. I can. I can remember one from Harry Styles, but but I don't have a different um, My fun fact this week is there are red bananas that taste sweet, creamy, and a bit like raspberries. I don't believe it at all. Bananas? <laughs> I kind of don't like bananas, but if I'm in a, if I'm, I'm, if I'm in the mood, maybe. That literally just looks like it has a filter over it. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay, my quote. Let's think, let's think. Um, if you're happy doing what you're doing, no one can say you're not successful. There you go. There he stays. Um, Carry that with you. Have so much fun. Have a great life. I will... Talk oh, I, have, I have a quote. <laughs> okay, okay. My quote, is, I've been struggling with this a little bit. I'll open up about it in a future episode, but right now I'm just not ready to. Um, missing someone is not an excuse to re-enter a toxic cycle. Oh my god, wait, say the beginning again. Missing someone is not an excuse to re-enter a toxic cycle. That is actually, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Bestie. Thanks. <laughs> Anytime, Bestie girl. We're gonna ignore that one for a second. <laughs> we we're gonna I need, need to open up some wounds in a few jobs. Really unpack some trauma. Oh my god, that's another thing. I think I'm gonna start going to therapy soon. No way. I'm gonna try. Is it covered? I'm gonna try to just use. I don't know. I haven't I haven't talked to my parents about this one yet. But I discovered recently that, that will open up some wounds. That I very badly need therapy, like pretty badly. I can only imagine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out, but I'm 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 putting myself in therapy. Good for you. So you've grown so much. All right, that's that's all I got, Messies. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you do not already, please make sure that you follow us on Instagram and TikTok is at yaytara.podcast. You can also follow our personal Instagrams and TikToks from there. Um, we post new podcast episodes every Monday, hopefully from now on. And if we don't, we will definitely let you know via our Instagram to make sure you're checking us out there. We post, like I said, supposedly every single Monday morning, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating to fix the wrongs of people in our past who gave us poor ratings. And beyond that, we hope you have a fantastic week, a very happy holidays, had a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye.